Hello and welcome to episode 6 of Axing the Future. In today's episode, we're going to be hearing from Fraser, who's on a massive mission to film 10,000 dreams, one a day. And I believe he's going to finish something in like 2043. It's an awesome mission. Welcome, Fraser. What up, bro? You good? Yeah, I'm very good, thank you. Yourself? I'm doing good, man. How's life in lockdown? Oh, look, I'm actually enjoying it, bro. It's, It's in New Zealand, we've got a month. Uh, lockdown but it's I don't know man it's encouraging me to be creative because obviously um I'm doing this thing 10,000 dreams which is why we're talking where I gotta film one dream a day every day for 10,000 days which 27 and a half years uh so essentially I can't film dreams in person for the next month uh and probably longer the way it's looking so I've been you know getting people around the world to send dreams through I've been trying to find creative ways to do that by filming phones and I don't know. It's it's been a fun, creative challenge, I'd say. So ah, I think I've been enjoying it, man. How about you? Yeah, it's 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 good. It's getting onto the a little bit more boring side. I think the podcast <laughs> editing and stuff has has kept me unbored, if that go. makes sense. But it after being on, it's been a month since I've been to school and kind of hanged yeah, out with anyone. Dude. So. But was I think it, the podcast, the whole podcast journey is really helping me. Was it awesome at first when you were told you didn't have to go to school for a, a period? No, it actually wasn't. Um, I, I, Because I, I love school. I love being able to learn and, so good, and be able to hang without friends, you know, with friends, I mean, every day. So I love that. But I, yeah, it's, it's, it's. Might have been a little bit exciting at first, but not really. <laughs> so how how old are you, bro? I'm twelve years old. Just turned twelve a couple of weeks ago. Dude, good on you, man. What is um, what is your dream? I'm, I'm, My I'm, dream. I wanna, I okay. Wanna, I want to ask you questions too, bro. I'm fascinated. I I I have one massive dream, and it's been my dream kind of most of my life, and that's to play cricket for Australia. Sick. I'm a massive cricket nuffy, um, so that's, nuffy. that's probably <laughs> that's, my main That's like main the most dream. Australian word I've ever heard, nuffy. <laughs> it is? I never knew that's, it was uh, I don't word. know. It sounds so Australian saying you're a cricket nuffy. I've never heard that in New Zealand. Yeah. That That's so Australian. So cool. Oh. <laughs> that's something who, something new that I learned today. Who do you look up never to in knew. the cricket world? Oh, now I might sound like a bit of a bandwagon, but I do love Marnus Labrachain, even though he's just kind of got into form. And Pat Cummins as well, since I like bowling and he's a decent bat. But I don't know. I also love a few of the internationals, like Cam Williamson's one of my favourite players. Yeah. I used to really like Brendan McCullum and a few others. So Yeah, Brendan McCullum's so cool. You've met him, right? Filmed his yeah, dream? Yeah, I filmed this I filmed this dream at the airport, but I didn't do my because I don't know cricket that well. So I don't know, apart from Kane and Brendan, I don't know any names up that you just said. But I, I went to film him at the airport, but I didn't know what he looked like. And in my head I imagined oh. this like six foot five guy. And he came up to me and was like, Oh hey Fraser. And I was just staring at him like, Oh hey man, how's it going? And I just didn't think it was him because he's like, he was way smaller than I imagined. Uh, he's I a little ma- chubby guy. Yeah. I made myself look like a Muppet. <laughs> I should have, I should have done my <laughs> homework. 
<laughs> so embarrassing. But he's an awesome guy, man. Like the coolest guy. Yeah, I think Did... I've I've bumped into him a little bit at the cricket and had a little chat to him, and he seems like a very kind of down to earth good guy. Definitely, bro. Do you do you um do you like Virat Kohli? He's someone I've tried to chase hard to get. I don't like him. I mean, I like him in the cricketing sense, but not really. He's a. I think he's. I personally find maybe one day Virat's listening to this. You never know, and um, so don't feel <laughs> offended. Um, um, he's, he's a bit. Bro, he's a bit of a show off, in my opinion. It's my <laughs> opinion. He's like no, not many Aussies like him. I, I. I love him as a cricketer. I respect him. He's probably the world's best cricketer at the moment. But he yeah, just definitely. feels a bit, feels a bit. Um, I don't know. <laughs> he's very, very self confident in another level. Yeah, I I appreciate your honesty, man. Yeah, and <laughs> we've we've heard a lot about kind of ten thousand dreams so far. But can you tell us a bit more about yourself and why you're doing it? Sure, bro. So ever since I was seven, man, I had a dream that I wanted to be the greatest filmmaker ever. I told my parents that when I was seven years old, I always wanted to win. And I want to be the youngest Oscar winner ever, um, which I've got four years to do, four or five years to do. Um, but basically, man, yeah, just pursuing my dream of film. I started a film company when I was 19. I went on to direct a feature film when I was 20 that came out at cinemas here for a week in New Zealand. Uh, and essentially, I... I thought my feature film would take me to Hollywood and win me Oscars. And it turned out no one ended up really watching it and it bombed massively. And it put me into a space where I felt like I failed, even though I was 20 years old and I had made a feature film. And so I, I don't know, man, I was just having um, a drink one day with a mate and we just were bantering. And then the idea came up that he should film someone's dream every day for a year on his trip to America. And he was we, I just I just threw that at him as like a random line. And he was like, ah, nah, nah. Why don't you do it? And I was like, okay. And a bet was made. And I set out on this uh, journey to film 365 dreams over a year, which turned out to be an absolute burden at the start, man. I hated it so much. It was the only reason I was doing it was because of the bet. There was no purpose behind it or anything. And then about 245 four days in I think it was I managed to get the dream of Jacinda Ardern and how I mm -hmm. did that uh, she's Prime Minister of New Zealand who people who yep. don't know and the way I did that was in the email I did a pitch I'm doing this thing for one year her team said no and uh, so I went back one night and just sent a crazy email saying actually I'm now doing it for 10,000 days it's called 10,000 dreams and I just did that <laughs> basically as banter bro See, let's see i was like oh, let's see how they respond to that i'll see and they came back and said yep sweet let's do it on tuesday and uh basically had to quickly change my instagram name to Ten Thousand dreams i didn't i did I had no idea how how long Ten Thousand days was i thought it'd be like you know four or five years or something turns out it's 27 and a half years so i'm now on this mission bro until april the 25th uh 2044 I'll be 50 years old. I'm 26 now. I just turned 26. So I'm on this mission, bro. And it it's completely and utterly changed my life. It's it's become my purpose. It's become the reason I feel I'm meant to be I'm here on earth, bro. Um, yeah, it's one dream a day. It's it's tough. 
There are multiple times when I want to quit. Every month I have periods where I go, I hate this, I want to quit. But the doors that's open, the people I've met, uh, helping make dreams come true, seeing the influences had on a multiple people, it's pretty crazy. Never thought, bro, but it all started as a bet with a mate over a drink. <laughs> but that's insane. I never, I never would have thought that if I didn't, um, didn't just hear it from you. That's, it's actually a really interesting kind of start. I like that. Bro, it's a great example on acting on an idea. Because I feel like we always have ideas with mates. You know, oh, I wouldn't be cool if this happened. Or someone should do this. And you kind of think about it. And then you overthink it. And then you forget about it. And you never do it. You know? But yeah. what would happen if you actually took into action one of those crazy ideas you came up with? And, like, for the first 200 days. Like, for the first, like, hundred days bro I was getting like 10 views a day I was kind of like embarrassed you know it was kind of like oh my gosh no one is engaging with this this is so embarrassing <laughs> but you that's what led to where it is now you had to go through that period of doing it every single day and crafting it and shaping it and now it seems logical like oh it makes so much sense film one dream a day and you know I look back and I'm like why didn't I why didn't I have a logo three years ago why didn't I you know, have the drunk phrases, the camera style that I used three years ago. But the only reason I got to the, that place is because I took action. And it started off rough as heck, man. The shots were not that nice. I was very lazy with it. But it just one day it kind of just switched. And I started loving it. I started enjoying it. I started putting way more effort into it. And yeah, it's essentially my full-time job now. Jeez, that's that's... That's amazing. I, that's that story. It's just kind of it's kind of just made me speechless in a way. Just the way everything happened. It's yeah, bro. Insane. So I never ever would have thought my life would look like this. I thought right now I'd be directing feature films and winning Oscars. That's what I thought when I was twelve years old. Man, the only dream in my head was to win Oscars and be like Steven Spielberg or Peter Jackson. And I never would have thought that. At 26, I'd be filming someone's dream every day for 10,000 days. That is so out, that's so outrageous. But I wouldn't have it any other way, bro. It's opened up doors internationally to do films, uh, which I can't go into. But it's actually, weirdly enough, it's led me full circle back to my initial dream of directing films, which is crazy. It's a, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm very, very lucky, man. It's hard work, but it's also a lot mm. of luck. Yeah, that's yeah. Wow. Um, do you uh like you know like the camera style you kind of do with keeping blurry and stuff? Is that mm. on purpose? Yeah, bro. Oh, bro. If it wasn't on purpose, I'd be like the worst cameraman in the world. <laughs> yeah. So what? What's the reason behind that? <laughs> I actually have no idea. I think one day I accidentally slipped when I was filming a dream, and I made the focus go out of focus by accident. And I was watching it in the edit, and I was like, "That's kind of dope." I kind of like that. And then it slowly started evolving into what it is now. Um, I label it Drunk Fraser. I hope one day it clicks and other people start copying the Drunk Fraser style. But I don't know, man. It just It's just my instinct, eh? Like, it, I just, it just feels right. I don't really have a reason for doing it. It just, I mean, maybe one day I won't do it anymore. But I don't know. I like that it's different. A um, lot of people have 
people either love it or hate it. I've had so many hate comments, but I've also had so many love comments for it. But at the end of the day, everyone can kind of accept it's different and it's unique. And I love, I want to be different and unique, man. Like there's so many videos on Instagram and they're all shot the same. Like I, I actually haven't seen someone else film that kind of style that I use, which you could think is a bad thing. If no one else is doing it, it's a bad thing. But I kind of look at that as no one else is doing it. That's awesome. I'm the first yeah, to do Yeah, you're starting a different path. Yeah, bro. And it, it's going to get a lot of hate because it's unique. And it, it is for a lot of people, people can't watch my dreams because they can't handle the style. But I don't know, man. I, it just feels right. It feels like the right way to shoot it at the moment. But I've got 24 years left. So <laughs> let's let's see how that evolves over time. Yeah, geez, it sounds like a, I, I scroll through your page and I'm like, far out, you've been doing this forever. Like imagine yeah, when you've bro. got, you know, 9,900 posts and like that, geez, that bro, feels I, like so close I, but so far. I worked it out. So if you were to watch every dream back to back that I've filmed right now, it would take you 10 hours. And at the end of this, if you watched every dream at the end of 10,000 dreams, in one sitting, it would take you three and a half days nonstop to watch it all, <laughs> which is, which is insane. Like that is like marathon. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jeez, that that just wow! I'm learning so many new interesting things, which is kind of making me speechless. Oh, it's like bro. just like whoa. <laughs> Who are, I'm interested, man. Who are what kind of style, film style are you kind of looking into? Because when I was 12, I obviously it was a very different situation. YouTube was very new. Um, oh, no, actually jokes. I don't even think there was YouTube when I was 12 years old, bro. So there was definitely vlogging was not a thing. There was, you know, there was no Instagram or social media. It was kind of me with a little camera, you know, a little handy cam. And I was basically just printing on DVDs. I couldn't really, I couldn't put anything online. So what are, what are you thinking at 12, bro? I'm so curious. So I'm, I'm not a massive guy. You're, like, photo you're not, photography, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, I, I did a bit of YouTube at one point and filmmaking is fun, but photography is what I see my passion in is, and in yeah. photography, my, my favorite things are shooter, like street photography, like in the city. And my preferred, like, weather for that is at night when it's raining because, like, you get so much bokeh and it's just, it's amazing. Oh, bro. Well, I think I checked. Let me let me just check some more of your I think I looked into some of your photos. You got an account, eh? Um, bro, your photos are so good, bro. <laughs> Thank you. Like, what the heck, man? I was, for 12-year-old, like, dude, for a 25-year-old, these are amazing photos. Like, seriously bro you're very talented man thank you very much and to oh, everyone listening you. right now if you guys want to want to hear more or like hear more about the photography side of me and a photography episode if you go back to what? episode four with yeah. seventh era you'll see it's all about photography so if anyone wants to tune into that check it out after this episode bro like yeah legit man no sorry i'm stuck on your photos here bro these are actually <laughs> like amazing man <laughs> what the heck the one of the guy reading the book where you shoot i imagine there's a christmas tree 
Oh, yeah, of my dad. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Such a fire photo, bro. That is such a oh, cool thank photo. You. Are you sponsored by Sony? Oh, yeah. Um, here we go. <laughs> this is a funny story. So That's I'm so an ambassador for Ted's cameras, and through that, I'm an ambassador for Sony. So through Ted's, um, it's a, Ted's cameras. It's a camera store. You know, there's tons in the world. They've got this oh, thing yo. of starting Ted's Young Guns, which is basically – people from the age of 12 to 21 um, to get the younger generation inspired to start photography. So they are, um, they they kind of, we kind of contacted each other, if that makes sense. And then yeah, Sony hopped on board and they were lucky enough to give me an amazing camera and a couple lenses. Damn, man. So, who, yeah. who are your photography heroes? It's funny. So my favorite photographer of all time is the guy I interviewed in episode four, Seventh Era. So you you haven't heard it yet because that that one gets released on Wednesday. Um, He's from Melbourne as well. He's got a gang of uh, kind of three or four guys. I've got his his Insta page up. Oh, dope, man. Yeah, like he's next level in I see. I definitely see a bit of his style in yours. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, that's um, that's that's. I'm trying to not copy him, but copy him in the same way. If you know what I mean. Look, bro, when you so, when you when you're young, man, imitation is like a big thing. Like all my films when I was your age, basically looked like ripoffs of my favorite film directors. Like that's how you start. Yeah, that's how you start, bro. That gets you the passion going. You try copy like your heroes, and at some point you're going to discover your own style. But the you only discover your style by doing stuff and by doing more photography. So, bro, don't like your stuff's amazing. I can't like I have no idea where you'll be in ten years with your photography if it's looking this good. Don't stop, man. Like don't and <laughs> oh, dude, and the age thing, bro. That's that's so amazing, man. Like. Honestly, like, don't ever think you're too young to do anything. Like, honestly, don't. Age, being young is an advantage. I wish I was 12 again, bro. Like, it's it's such an advantage, bro. People, people want to help young people out. That's why when I found I was making my feature film when I was 19, and I was straight out of film school, everyone wanted to help me out. Everyone was giving me, like, either some donations or they were giving me free props and clothing. Because people want to help young people with dreams who are passionate. So, yeah, yeah bro, I'm, I'm actually so excited to see, to follow your journey. Yeah, the thing the thing I kind of see is that, is that Seventh Year, my favourite photographer, he's insane. He he started at, I think, 16 or 15. And, and in whatever it is now, six years of his photography, he's done so much. I've taken photos for about four years now. I, I can just, when I'm at 21, I just... I'm guessing if I if I keep with photography, so, I reckon I have a chance of being pretty decent. <laughs> I love that, bro. You're so humble. You're you're already oh, you. pretty. You're already pretty decent, bro. <laughs> <laughs> thank in you. Ten years, in ten years' time, you'll be like the man, the man. Yeah, hopefully. In Melbourne. Hopefully. <laughs> what What would be your like? Sorry, I'm like flipping this around, and I'm interviewing you. I'm just so. Bro, I love this. What would be your like photography dream? Okay, um, my photography dream, 
So, obviously, my dream is to play cricket for Australia is like my top one. But if that doesn't work out, my a dream is to, I don't know where in the world it would be. It could be in LA. It could be in Melbourne. To have kind of a massive house, a bit like the Yes House or the yeah. Team Ten House, like, and just move like ten mates in, and then have like specific rooms for like photography, and then I guess to kind of get paid or like get free travel around the whole world to go take photos that's that that's the ultimate dream yeah so good have you heard of any Leibovich? yeah of course i've got her book like sitting right next oh, to oh yes good man she is like she's like the my photographer she's my photography hero bro she's so amazing have you yeah have I've, you I've seen her movie. yeah her doco i've watched that like yeah 10 times. Have you, have you done her masterclass? No, I haven't. Have you heard of masterclass? Yeah, I've heard of it. I think bro, I've got it saved. Yeah, bro, do her masterclass. It's it's Is so it good? good. Oh yeah, you'll love it, man. Like I I don't take the I don't take photog I don't do photography, but I still did her masterclass. <laughs> it's that good. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. I'm writing that down right now, and I'll remember to do it. You do it, man. I'm happy to give you my login as well. It's like, otherwise it'll cost you like 150 bucks. You can just use my login yeah. and go on it for free. <laughs> Bro, that'd be insane. That that's. I I feel like I've known you for for like five years, even though I I only first talked to you on FaceTime three minutes before we started this podcast. <laughs> We've known each other for 27 minutes, bro. <laughs> that, that's insane. Bro. I feel like I've known you forever. And that, that's the thing I love about podcasts. You get to connect with people that you never thought you'd get to connect with. I know, man. Podcasts are my favorite thing to do media-wise. Like, they're just yeah. so, like, fun to do. And I'm gutted that because I was going to be in Melbourne in August filming with Elmo. But obviously, yeah. due to the current situation, that's not going to happen. I'm, like, so gutted, man. I was keen as to come and hang with you and your family. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, she's really excited. She really wants you. But she, (laughs) like, you never know. If something amazing happens, there is still a chance that in Melbourne, like in, especially New Zealand, because they're doing so well with the lockdown. Like, you guys might be able to come to Melbourne in August. Like, it's not likely, but you never know. Got to keep positive. You never know, man. And even if it's like six months later, it's all, everything happens for a reason. I really believe that, man. Timing is everything. So, but I'll, I'll definitely be there, bro. It's going to happen. Yeah. And we should probably get, I need to ask a couple more questions before we <laughs> We've asked like one question about me. <laughs> um, what, in your opinion, is the power of dreams? Oh, man. All right. You froze the big one at me. Um, so... I'm a big dreamer. I've always been a big dreamer. And that's because of my parents. They they taught me to dream. They always pushed me towards plan A, never plan B. Um, and so I think, I don't think it's about so much achieving the dream. It's about pursuing the dream, man. Like pursuing a dream just gives you purpose, say. It, it helps you get up in the morning and feel like there's a reason you're actually waking up um 
it gets you passionate, it gets you excited, but you've got to love the journey because it's going to be like, it's going to be tough. You're going to fail multiple times. You're going to have bad days. It's things are going to go wrong, man, but it is so fun and exciting to have a dream and to pursue it. Like I always say my mindset would be wrong if I was like, I can't wait to get to 10,000 dreams. Like, I feel like when I reach 10,000 days, it's going to be the most like miserable day of my life because it's not about getting 10,000 dreams. It's about the journey of filming 10,000 dreams. And I think there's yeah. a big difference, man. If I didn't love this journey, if I didn't love the, you know, the multiple days that I just hate doing this and want to quit, like this would be a miserable 27 years of my life. Like I would be miserable if I didn't enjoy the journey. So I better love yeah. this journey, man, because it's 27 years. Like that's a long time. And life, my life happens at the same time, man. Like I've gone through massive life things. Um, lots of deaths in my family, you know, so much stuff, bro. And I still have to do a dream a day. So I got to enjoy it. But dreams, bro, I think, honestly, I, I'm so optimistic, but I think dreams are like magic, magic on earth. Yeah. Yeah. And another question here, I, I, as much as I love, like, I I like doing questions that I did love before when we were just chatting, and we'll definitely get yeah. back to some chatting after I've asked these three more questions that I need to ask. Um, <laughs> so out of the, I think it's like 1,200 people that you have filmed so far. Yes. How many or what percentage do you think have actually gone and tried to achieve the dream? Damn. Because it's I so probably- hard to say. But, well, the thing yeah. the thing is, I probably wouldn't know because a lot like I, I guess I don't see the effect it's having. Like I've been told by multiple people that what I'm doing is encourage them to pursue their dreams. Like hundreds of people have told me that. But the thing is, what I don't realize it's probably not hundreds; it's probably thousands. But people aren't telling me, oh, because of what you're doing, I'm now, you know. So it's like a ripple effect. Like sometimes you don't realize the influence you're having. Um, because you don't see it directly, but, um, I don't know, man, like the way, what I say is as long as one person over my 10,000 days pursues their dream and achieve and yeah, it finds their purpose because of what I'm doing, it'll be worth it. But I, I'm lucky that I already know it's way more than one person. So I don't know, man, I, I don't have the number, but I know that it is having some kind of effect on people and that, that, that makes this all worthwhile. Yeah, that that seems like a good kind of spirit to be going for the next 20, yeah, bro. 24 like, years. I, like, I don't think I should, I don't want to start putting numbers on it and be like, oh, I have to influence 1 million people or I have to, you know, like just to me, it's do one dream a day to the best of my ability. Famous, not famous, everyone's the same. Do the best job I can. And over 10,000 days, I will have built something that hopefully will have an impact in this world. That's all I yeah. can do, man. The only thing I can do is do one dream a day to the best of my ability. I can't do anything about whether it influences people or whether people's lives are going to be changed. All I can do is one thing a day to the best. I can do it. And that's what I'm trying to do. As I think Will Smith said it. He said, if you're trying to build a wall, what you need to do is just do one brick at a time as perfectly as you can and once 
and over time you will have built a wall that is like super strong but if you rush it and you just quickly whip it together then the wall will fall down so all i got to do is do one brick a day as perfectly as i can yeah that's awesome i love that i've never never heard that i mean i i've seen a few i've seen a lot of will smith stuff but i've never heard him say that and that's something that i'm probably going to write down on my wall and keep as one of my models models do it bro just one brick a day that's it that's all you can control you can't control whether you'll be famous you can't control whether it's going to influence millions of people but you can control your work and i think people that don't end up achieving their dream or who stop and give up it's because they're too focused on the end result and not enough on the day-to-day grind because bro like i wake up at like 4 a.m every day you know like i but people don't see that they go oh you know you got you know all these people on your platform you're traveling the world you're doing this but they don't see the 4 a.m starts every day and the sacrifice and the the pain and like you know like that but that's the best part that's the fun part you have to love waking up early if you have to to grind because that's that's where the dream comes in man like essentially i'm living my dream even though i want to be further ahead than i am right now i am living my dream because i wake up happy and i wake up excited every day that's like the goal i don't get how you only have nine thousand nine hundred and forty followers for your standards and the people you've interviewed you'd have like at least fifty thousand that's like that's like the thing people probably say the most to me is how do you not have more followers? And the thing is, I went through a period where that really brought me down. Like I was so focused on followers and I'm like, what the hell am I doing? I've got like I've had three hundred celebrities, you know, I've been in like media and magazines all around the world. I'm like, why is this thing not taking off? Like but then I realized one day I'm like, actually First thing first, I can't do anything about the followers unless I want to do like, you know, pay for followers, which I'll never do. I'll never do the dirty way, you know? Mm. I want it to be organic and natural. But I just realized, man, like I got 9,950 people like that look at my stuff. Like instead of thinking, oh, that sucks. I wish I had 100,000. Go, oh my gosh, I got like nearly like 10,000 people that I can influence every single day like that's unbelievable like imagine yeah. if you actually physically had 10 10,000 people outside watching that's like a freaking stadium that's like selling out a stadium every day to an audience yeah. you know like and kind of changing the mindset and being grateful for it and also knowing like no matter how many followers you have you're never going to be satisfied eh like it's easy yeah. to go oh when i get to a million followers I'll be happy. But then when I get to a million, I'll be like, ah, oh, I want 5 million. Yeah, you'll never be content. So back to what I was saying, bro, just one dream a day. If it's going to take off and have millions of followers one day, which in my heart, I, you know, I believe it's going to be a global thing. I really believe that. And there's things in place right now that might take it there that I can't talk about. But I just got to do one dream a day. Like I can't do anything about the followers and the likes and the views. And I kind of, I stopped looking at views and stopped looking at likes. And it was an amazing thing to do. I stopped that four months ago and it's helped me so much with my mental health. And I just, yeah, yeah. I don't care. I'm in it for the long game too, bro. Like, I mean, you look at like a lot of these kind of 
Instagram pages that have like 500,000 followers and 2 million followers. And you just know they're not going to be around in five, 10 years, you know, like they're fun yeah. now, like, you know, like meme pages, like it's like, cool, but no one's going to be what, looking at that in 20 years time. Like they're going to die out in like a year or two. And it's kind of like, I feel like what I'm doing, it's going to be around for the long term. I'm doing yeah, a it's marathon. Here to stay. Yeah. I'm doing a marathon, not a sprint. So it might take me 10 years before this goes viral, but I mean, I've got 24 years left every single day. This is a long game, man. And I'm kind of glad it hasn't gone viral yet, you know, because I don't think I'd be ready for that right now. You know, like you yeah. got to be in a, the right mind space for that type of thing to happen as well. And I'm getting close, man. I've been lucky. I've had some pretty crazy people be in my mission and, you know, like it's, it's been crazy. Like the doors that have opened have been crazy. And I just, yeah, I think, just try not be focused on likes and followers and yeah honestly it'll free you up so much once you throw that away yeah i'm i agree that it's funny how so i podcast like i've said with my favorite photographer seventh year uh i filmed it about i think it might have been on tuesday i filmed it this week and now it's saturday and he talked his main like the main motto motto if you listen to it when it comes out on Wednesday is um it's not about the likes or the followers like it's yeah it's not a num like it's not about the numbers it's you create good content and then the you know the the numbers will come eventually definitely bro 100% and like if you think about it, like 15 years ago before social media if I if I had done my project and it was in the exact same spaces and right now and I was just you know like not posting it online but I was going to put it all into one film at the end or something and I was like oh I'm doing this thing and I filmed you know Jane Goodold and like astronauts and prime ministers and everything you'd be like oh my gosh that's huge but it's only because there's like you look at it online and you go oh it's only 10,000 followers you instantly think oh it's not that important so it's it's interesting mm. how like back in the day it would have it's because there was no like kind of count or like thing to kind of limit yourself with so yeah bro I think I think it's a dangerous game to play going into that day eh? I think that's why there's so much people with bad mental health our generations I mean I'm different generation to you but you know our generations yeah <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah well um mm. so going on to I guess we got a couple more questions, and we got to track it through these because the I don't want the <laughs> podcast. This podcast could go for five hours. You're gonna have um, to put your name on this interview with you as well. <laughs> yeah. In in today's episode, we'll be interviewing Axel Carlson Lacey and Fraser. <laughs> Fraser. Interviewed <will> be. <laughs> by Axel. Yeah. <laughs> and Fraser. Oh. Um. <laughs> so you've said that your main dream was to be a kind of a filmmaker film producer whatever um did you have any other dreams as a kid i went through like a year where i wanted to be a tennis player i'm i'm massive on tennis um i wanted to be an all black for like three months when i was like 13 and then i realized i was Mm -hmm. a skinny little boy and would have got destroyed playing rugby so i never played a game of rugby in my life but otherwise man it was always film eh? 
I've got little other dreams. Like I love designing board games. So I've designed board oh, games yeah. ever since I was a kid. One of my dreams is to, I've been working on a Pokemon board game for like uh, eight years, eight years now. I've done like four versions Jeez. of it. One of my dreams is to get Pokemon to buy my board game. <laughs> that, That'd that be would insane. Be, that would be mega. I want to write book, um, kids books. That's another kind of passion of mine. Um, but it's always been film related, bro. It's always been around creating and being visionary and yeah. So I think the only thing that was kind of different was my dream to be a tennis player for a year. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. you were, you consider yourself as a sporty kid growing up? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, in individual sports, I've never played, um, team sports before ever. So Wow. Yeah. Weirdly, man, I've always been drawn to individual stuff. Um, do you play tennis? I've played a bit. I have a friend whose dad was an unbelievable tennis player and he and his son plays a lot of tennis, but I so I sometimes go and play tennis with them. Um but yeah, I'm not I like watching it, you know, when, when it's on the T V, but it's never been a sport that I've gone. I'm going to be win Oz Open one day, if you know what I mean. What do you think of Nick Kyrgios? What do people in Australia think of Nick Kyrgios? You either love him or you hate him, and I'm not the type of guy to love him. Really? Because I, I love think him. He's... <laughs> oh, I wow. Love him. Um, <laughs> I love him when so you... much. <laughs> he's, Go, he's, give a me, very, um, he's a very close-minded guy, and especially like yeah. – um, so. As I've said, friend, he, he, Nick Kyrgios is often over at his house, you know, okay. or once in a while. And Okay, who, and who's the, your who's friend's dad? I was going to ask this before. Leighton Hewitt. I, I freaking, I was going to say that, man. I was going to say I bet you it's Leighton <laughs> Hewitt's house. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. You, you downplayed that so much. <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, he was pretty good at tennis. Oh, dude, what the heck, bro? What's the, what's what's the sun called again? Cruise. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so he's he's eleven, turning twelve this year, and in Australian <laughs> men's ranks, he's ranked seven hundred in oh. the whole of Australia for men, and he's eleven. Wait, for men, like not even like yeah. juniors. Does he no, want to be? Does he want to be a pro? Cruise is probably listening to this podcast. Cruz, do you Cruz. want to be a tennis player? I don't know. I think you do. You train about seven days a week, but not certain. Bro, you should get Cruz to send through his dream when you send yours through as well. Do you want me? Yeah. I, I could get, I'll get hold of him for sure. Bro, get him to send it through. Get both of you need to you need to send your dream through too. I want to get that up. I know I do. Bro. I will. That is, that's so funny, man. I love how you downplay that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a huge tennis fan here. Like, you really, like Leighton Hewitt's like the man. I always. I could potentially I, get him to send a dream as well. Bro. I've done, I've, wanted, done lots, you... I've done lots of tennis players, man. So that would be like yeah, wild. Like, I've done like Caroline Wozniacki, John Isner, all that. Yeah. It, as soon as this podcast finishes, because I'll probably forget... Write down or send to me Leighton and Cruz, like they're just their names, and then I'll remember and I will get on to them later on today. You're the man, bro. 
<laughs> and I don't know if he'll want to do it, but I'll I'll, I'll no, give him no, a there, best yeah. shot. I think I think he'd be open to doing it. You're a legend, bro. Yeah, it doesn't hurt to ask, eh? If not, no worries. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to get on to our final yeah, question yeah. before I do a little signature kind of last segment. Um, if you could go back to your age 12, what advice would you give yourself or something you wish you learned new? When I was, when I was 12 years old? Yes, if you could go back and give yourself some advice for the future. If I... If I could go back to 12, I would tell myself the idea of 10,000 dreams and get started straight away. <laughs> that would be like... <laughs> yeah, then you'd only have 10 years left. But it'd be awesome. Like, imagine being like going through high school and intermediate filming dreams every day. Like, it would be such a cool thing. But obviously, that's like yeah. an ideal... <laughs> that's obviously hasn't happened. And I'm glad I started when I was 22. But if I went back, man, I would... I would have put way more time into my dream growing up. I kind of, I don't know if you're at the stage yet where you've discovered girls. And I don't know if your no. mom's, your parents are oh. listening to this. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, <laughs> yeah, they are. Um, no, I'm not, I'm not too interested in that yet. Yeah. See, this is, yeah. See, this is the time, man, because there will come a time where you discover girls as every young guy does when they're like 13, 14. And then that ends, that ended up taking up so much of my time and it took so much of my focus away. And I probably went like two years where I didn't make any films and I would just go hard, bro. Like when I was 12, all I did in the weekends was just make movies and I was just loving it. I wish I kept that going through high school and through intermediate. I'm not like at all. I'm not upset where I'm at right now. I'm real stoked where I am, but I I reckon I'd be way further ahead. I reckon I would have been more developed as a filmmaker. I would have embraced more opportunities. Like um, when I was your age, do you know, you know who Peter Jackson is, eh? Yeah. Yeah. So when I was your age, I had lunch with Peter Jackson and um. I kind of like, yeah, I got to spend the day with him. He took me around where to workshop. So my uncle's an actor. My uncle's a famous actor. And oh, yeah. <laughs> so you probably haven't heard of, have you, have you seen like Shaun of the Dead, I'm, Hot Fuzz? No, yeah. I'm not a big, um, I'm yeah. not a massive um, movie watcher. Or, I don't know too much yeah, about and the all Yeah, and most of his films are like R13 anyway. Oh yeah, have you seen Tintin? Oh. No, I haven't. I'm, I'm a documentary guy. I, that's pretty much all I watch. Oh, I dig that, man. I dig that. Okay, anyway, my uncle's an actor, so he was having a film premiere in uh, Wellington, and he's, yeah, he's mates with Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson um, invited him and the, the, a few others from the cast to do, like, a day hanging out with him, and he invited me to come along, so I got to have lunch with him and everything. It was pretty amazing. But I was so, like... I don't know, shy or scared or whatever. I didn't make the most of it, eh? Like, I kind of had, like, a pretty bad attitude the entire day. Like, I, I really didn't make the most of it. And I look back, and I'm so disappointed on my, with myself. I'm like, what the heck, dude? You could have asked questions. You could have built a relationship. You could have asked to go on, like, set and to watch him. But I didn't do any of that, man. I kind of just stayed quiet, and I kind of was a bit awkward. And... But I mean, yeah, if, if going back, bro, to 12, I would just embrace stuff more. I would go for it more. Like, you have nothing to lose, bro. Like, when you're at school, you come home, do homework. But in the weekends, 
you can work on your crime. You can take photos, bro. You can work on your podcast. Um, you need to get Leighton Hewitt on your podcast, bro. Surely. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to. It feels really <laughs> awkward to like, in a way to like ask. But yeah. my mom's just like, you got to do it. Like you have Dude, to. You have to, um, man. So yeah, I'm, an, I'm trying my best. I will, right. I will contact him today while I, when I'm contacting about the, the dream. Dude, I do know how you feel though. Like, like even though my uncle's like an actor, I still feel like kind of shy mm. and like nervous to ask him for like advice or anything. It's I I totally get yeah. what you I get what you're saying, um, but yeah, bro, I would just go for it, man. Like in your school holidays, like make the most of it. You literally have nothing yeah. to lose. Like the longer you wait, the harder it is. Because once you get more to yeah. my age, then you got to start paying rent. Then there's bills to pay. There's and yeah. not at all that I'm complaining. That's life, bro. And I've been lucky that I get to do this as my job. But kind of things come in place that can stop you from achieving your dream or for take your attention away from it. So while you're young, bro, just go for it. I would have done that. I would have made like a hundred movies in my teenage years. And I only ended up making like three or four. So yeah, bro, that would be my advice to myself. Nice. I like that. And so to finish off the podcast, I've got this thing that I want to do. I, I kind of guess I've made it my signature where I'm, where I've got a spin the wheel virtual one and I'm going to ask you some questions. They're quick fire. So, you know, answer them relatively quick and then we'll, yeah, that's, I don't know how to say that. So what is your favorite sport? Tennis. And I've just, tennis was that? Tennis. I've like grown up playing tennis. I've played tennis since I was 12. I just love it, man. I just, it's where all my passion is like, Federer, Nadal, and Djokovic are three of my heroes. Um, oh, yeah, but then nice. I've just, I've, I kind of got into golf a bit last year. And I've only just got into oh, the yeah. NBA, bro. I've gone to basketball and like. Oh, last, I love NBA. Love last it. month. So I'm very new to it. And I haven't quite decided on a team to support yet. What what team do you support? I, this is sad. I. You want, are you on? About five years ago. No, no. About five years ago, my mum brought home a, a Steph Curry jersey, so I kind of automatically went for them. But I, I've never really liked them. Yeah. Um. So I've I've kind of wanted to change, but now I can't because they're so bad, and I'll be considered a bad wagon <laughs> bandwagon. Bro, um, so but my wagon. top two favorite teams right now probably are the Miami Heat and the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah. Oh, the Bucks or the Chicago? No. Yeah, the so. No, I said, um, sorry, the audio, I cut out a bit there. The Miami Heat and the Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh, got you, got you, sorry. Ah, sick, man. So good. Who's, yeah. who's the who's the main dude in the Heat? It, there's a couple, but Jimmy Butler's probably the most famous guy there, best okay. guy. Set. I'm looking, I, I really, I really like Giannis. Like, and I'm not just bandwagoning oh, yeah. here. Well, I probably am. Yeah. But <laughs> I just really think he's awesome. I love his story as well. But then I'm also got like, mm. I don't know, I've got some kind of like, I like the Nets as well. I don't know why. I'm kind of like drawn to the Nets. Bro, so I, I, I love the Nets because my favorite player used to play for them and then he moved to Golden State. So I like them. And now he's in Minnesota. AD. That's why I go for them. Wait, wait. No, nah, um, D'Angelo Russell. Yes. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, because I'm... Bro, I... if you if you like Giannis... Oh, sorry. But if you like Giannis, I would not go for the Bucks yet. Yeah, because he's going to Because in 2021, he's going to go. He's not staying. He's <laughs> either going to the Warriors, the Heat, or the Raptors, is my feeling. Okay, I'll take your advice on that. That would be that would be bad bandwagoning, eh? Jumping on the Bucks right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, we're gonna ask two yeah, more. Yeah, you go, bro. Okay. We sorry, we're sorry, running keep... out of time a bit. Okay. <laughs> What's your favorite quote? Um, uh, the my email signature is "If you can dream it, you can do it" by Walt Disney. I like that one. Um, what's your? Who is your favorite Instagrammer? <clears throat> Oh, oh, bro! I I do enjoy a bit of Justin Bieber. I'm I'm a believer. Oh yeah, he's like, fun but, with the live videos. Yeah, bro, I'm a believer. I've been trying to get on those live videos, for, like everyone else. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Right, I'm gonna ask one more, and it's gonna be: What is your favorite city in the whole world? Auckland city, bro. Hundred percent. Auckland. Respect. Yeah, I've, I've traveled a lot, but no place like home. I like that. I like that. Literally everyone else has said their hometown. Yeah. Kind of like, like that. Travel's awesome, but nothing compares to being at home. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Um, so there's this one last question that I kind of ask on my podcast just before we go out. Is there anyone that you have contact with that you think would suit the podcast that you could introduce me to? I love it, bro. I love, <laughs> I love that that's your last question. That's so good. Um, yeah, well, I mean, bro, how about you just you just check out, like, my Insta page. You let me know who you would be kind of keen on, and I'll let you know whether I've got a good enough connection with them to make an introduction. How about we do that? Awesome. That would be insane. Perfect. Yeah, it's probably the easiest way to do it. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Thank you uh, very much, Fraser, for joining no, me. For the last 50 minutes, it's been really fun. I've learned a lot, and I think the listeners have also learned a lot. Bro, I appreciate it. That was a lot of fun, bro. Yeah. So if you're on Spotify, uh, to my listeners, if you're on Spotify, make sure to click the follow button if you haven't already. And if you're on iTunes, please write an honest review. I'd prefer it to be five stars, but uh, honest review. And make sure to write it because it helps me up my ratings. If you want to follow me on my Instagram, it's 56grid. And you should follow Fraser on his Instagram because he deserves way more followers than he has. Um, it's Fraser, uh, F-R-A-S-E-R, Groot, G-R-U-T, I believe. So anyway, have a beautiful morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are. And we'll see you in the next episode. We out.